0: Thanks for joining us today on the Centerpoint podcast coming from the Loft on Main in Danville, Kentucky. For more information, check us out at centerpointdanville.com. And so we begin a short story or more or less just a short sermon. If I haven't had a chance to meet you, my name is Jason. I'm the lead pastor here And it's a privilege for you guys to be up here in the loft. And maybe you got an invitation to come join us this morning. I just want to say thanks for being a part or being a witness of what God's doing here uh, up in the loft. And, And maybe, just maybe, this is not just, you know, a normal Sunday for us, but we do this every single Sunday, maybe not to the capacity of Duncan, you know, Nine, ten people, but hey, the truth of the matter is, I would do this every single Sunday if this many people started to show up. And so it would be fun to experience God this way. And so that comes down to the pike of you sharing your story or an invitation to share your story. And that's what we're going to talk about. Um, Last year, we, we sort of went down this road of, of believe with us, and, and what does that mean in, in, in basically understanding why believe with us? And that's not being saying we're the best church in town, or, or we have the best idea, or you know, we, we have a, you know, a new, new scheme to, to try to show what Christians look like, or do, or function, or what the church should be, and no, none of that. It's basically saying we want to do one thing. We want to strip away everything inside the church that distracts us from Christ. And we want to do that one thing. So, the idea behind Center Point is simple, simple church. And thus, believe with us means we want to do three things we want to center on Jesus, we want to point to Jesus, and we want to live in Jesus to allow people to become a more devoted follower of Christ. It's just that simple. The journey was established a couple years ago with a group of people meeting in my home and we just sort of just prayed and, and honestly it started around Fazolis. I mean, everything good happens around breadsticks. I'm just being honest with you. You know, there's some great things that happen around breadsticks, and especially Italian food. But the truth of the matter is it always around food. Good things happen around food. And, and stories are told. Lives are changed. And the, the beautiful side of that, we're experiencing that this morning when we see lives change. Uh, the cool story about that is, is that when, when God started to prick some hearts and they started to move in the right direction through their natural obedience to what God was doing, it started to unfold naturally, and we started to center, we started to point, we started to live, and, and the next thing you know, we started to see God do some crazy things. And if you go out there in that lobby, that is a direct reflection of what crazy things look like. Let's just be real. That, those, those light bulbs out there, not the light bulbs in here, but the light bulbs out there actually represent each person who has accepted Christ through our efforts of believing Jesus is everything. Bottom line. I didn't get a clap on that one, so I don't know what's going on. you all a little dead this morning. but. There's some people out there, those light bulbs represent that, man, their lives have completely changed. And I, I mentioned this earlier during our VIP time, but through, through just, you know, one act of obedience, of, of handing a water bottle to somebody, that's, that's as simple as I can say. It, it changed a life. Through the simple act of, of handing, you know, seriously, a, a plate of food next week, gobble, gobble, give, you could change the life of somebody. You could change the trajectory of, of making them feel loved during a season of depression. And, and the funny thing about the way we, we love to at least love on people or at least usher in the word hope, right now there's a season of people who are just so desperate for this word hope because they think their world's collapsing because of this thing called election day that happened a couple of days ago. And some of you, I know for a fact, have been caught or pulled into the banter on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or CNN. I mean, the, the list goes on. But we're all looking for one thing and the truth of the matter, you know the truth because the truth has set you free, especially those who are following Christ. See, it's a word called hope and believe with us is literally around this word hope because hope ushers in love. And so for us this morning, that's where we're going to be able to experience And it's all because of one person or somebody who's invited you along the journey. And so like next week, man, I'm just encouraging you, if you want to know the rest of this story that I'm unveiling right now, because time is short because we have more powerful stories right here, come back next week. Because next week, we're going to dive into changed lives that change lives that literally change lives. And we're going to tell the rest of the story. And so, if this is intriguing enough for you this morning, come back next week and let's just see what God does with your story. You might be sitting there. You don't know my story. You seriously don't know the the crap that I have done, or I I've committed, or maybe you know you're thinking about right now. You don't even know the stuff that's on my post right now, man. I'm embarrassed. That's okay. God does. It didn't shock him. He's just waiting for you to turn. He's just waiting for you like this with arms wide open because the atmosphere is changing. And if you can't feel it, something is wrong. Maybe you're off center. Maybe you need to be encouraged. And so this week, man, the post-election, I'm sitting there just like, I want, I, I literally, I know what happens if I say something, you know. I have a platform, okay? And so when I have a platform, it's no different than me right here speaking to you. And and whatever I can say or do, people will take it and twist it and turn it. So I've kept somewhat silent. My wife gets after me all the time. Jason, don't say that. You know, know, it's those moments of clarity because I know I want to speak my truth, you know? And I just, I refrain because I know people, both sides are going to take it and just, you know, eat it up and just, oh. But I saw this video. And I was like, boom, this is where we're going on Sunday because this is how I feel right now from this past week and just everything else because what's going to end up happening is people going to turn back to Christ because that's all they got. They're sick and tired of the right wing, left wing, neutral wing, you know? They're going to have to figure out the only wings that we're going to mount up on is Jesus. Period. Because it says in Scripture, but those who... Hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They'll mount up on wings like eagles. They will what? Run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. I'm telling you, the only hope they need is Christ. And it comes from you sharing your story. And so when I saw this video, I was like, perfect. That's how we're going to start off on Sunday. So Nest crew, show this video. Maybe they're encouraged this morning because I'm going to be encouraged. He did. Well, what did he say? Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh, See, I told you, Elizabeth. I told you that God would fight for you. Oh, Jesus. All right, baby, I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> devil, you just got your butt kicked. My God is faithful. And my God is in charge. You can't fire him, and he'll never retire. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. My God is good. My God is good. And he's faithful. I can just sing that. My God is good. You know, I just, what I saw, I was like, that's perfect. Because people are walking in here, they've gotten phone calls, they're just like, ah. And then you just need to know the devil just got his butt kicked, man, because of what these people up here represent. Change lives that change lives. And so I just wanted to show you a quick story in the gospel, the gospel of John that represents this. And the gospel comes from John 4. And, you know, if you don't know who John is, John is, is, is actually one of Jesus' main disciples who followed him and just loved with him and just went around taking notes constantly. He, he actually refers to him as the beloved one, one that he thinks, you know, it's all about. And so essentially this is what takes place. There's a woman at the well, John chapter 4. There's a woman at the well, and what I'm really pushing is this idea. There's an invitation here inside this that creates change, and you need to know that. An invitation changes everything. An invitation changes everything, and some of you have been invited up here this morning to the loft, and you need to know that this invitation is not just to witness something. It's not just to, you know, come worship with us. It's literally an invitation to create change in you. It's an invitation to allow the Holy Spirit, the God of the universe, here that's here present this morning, to usher in his changing power in you. Because he's faithful. He's amazing. And you'll walk away singing, God is good today. You, 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 you don't even know what you're doing. People be looking like, what is up? You know, I've been to church. You'll know? like, you know, you be walking around just enjoying the favor of God because there's an invitation to change present right here, right now. And so it starts off in, in John uh, chapter 4, where, where Jesus is just, you know, he's tired. He, he goes into this, this community, and, and he's just basically been doing ministry. He's walking everywhere. And in verse 5, it says, So he came to this town called Samaria, called uh, Saqqar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. You know, Jacob's well was there. And Jesus was tired, and as he was from the journey, he sat down by the well. And it was about noon And when the Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? And his disciples had gone into the town to buy some food. and, And so basically, you need to know some of the little fill in the gap points here. And so all of a sudden, you have Jesus hanging out, he's moved away from all of his disciples. He just wants to take a break and get away from everybody. And all of a sudden, there's a woman who's coming from over here from afar from the town to come up to the same plot during the middle of the day. No one comes to do work in the middle of the day. No one comes to fetch a pail of water because you go get the water in the morning time to do the chores. And so everything should be already done, but there's something up with this woman. Jesus sort of knows this. Number two, Jesus is a Jew, now, now, this woman is a Samaritan. They just don't like to clash. It's almost like the Democrats and the Republicans. You know, they'll just, you know that's sort of the feel here, okay? They just don't like to hang out with others, each other. But the other thing, here's a woman, here's a man. Not supposed to really have conversations because the men during that time are elevated and, and the you know, women are, you know, looked down upon. And so you have all this playing out simultaneously. And Jesus does something. He says, hey, can, he's sitting at the well. He has nothing, you know, no, 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 no devices to pour water. But here she comes and, hey, can you give me a drink? And she's just like, well, you're not supposed to be talking to me. You're not supposed to be. And she comes up with a thousand different excuses. And finally, they just start to have a conversation. And the conversation continues to unfold naturally. And the next thing you know, it just starts to, to go in a direction that she had no clue. And, and, and bottom line is this. He started to invite her, inviting her along the journey. Say, hey, listen, I'm the son of God. I don't know if you knew that yet. <laughs> my name is Jesus. And, and, and let me tell you something. If you drink from my well, if you drink from this water, you'll, you'll thirst no more. And she's like, wow, this is a kind of, I'm setting, this is, a, this is a weird analogy. I'm coming to get water, but you're telling me if I drink from your water, I'll not, I don't understand. Listen, listen, I'm just going to tell you something. You know, go go get your husband. Go tell your husband and come back. Well, I'm not really. I don't have a husband. That's right. And the husband that you're you're with right now is really not your husband. It's number six on the list, by the way. You know, you've been married five times. No one really values you anymore because the way you're living your lifestyle, the way your your, 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 your actions are. And she's just like you could just see the facial expressions on her face. She's been caught red-handed. It's like, how do you know that? He said, didn't I just say my name was Jesus? Didn't I just tell you that? And so all of a sudden, you got all this starting to unfold naturally. And now she's leaning in. She's like, well, this is, if this is what it takes, if this is the invitation that you're offering, I will take it. I want to change my life because I'm sick and tired of living in this deplorable moment I'm tired, I'm weary, I can't even walk anymore. I can't even come during the morning hours to to hang out with the normal people because I'll get made fun of. Or matter of fact, I feel alone and, and I've done this action, I've done this action and I just, I don't know what to do anymore. I'm telling you, Jesus says, hey, just listen. Allow me in. Allow me to be a part of your life. Allow me to start to change things, to create change. And she says yes. And when she says yes, it changed her entire world. And so she decides to go back to town. And you'll find in the rest of the verse, near 36 or in following, it basically starts to talk about how when she goes back into town, she starts to tell other people. She starts to tell other people in her own community And when she starts to tell other people in her own community, it really gets amped up. And I just cannot express enough about you telling your story. And when you start to tell your story, it changes everything. And when you start to tell your story, this is what happens. It says in verse 39, it says, Many of the Samaritans from the town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. When the woman's testimony really started to amp up and really started to go down the road, it changed everything. He told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them. And he stayed two days. And because of his words, many more became believers. And in verse 42, it says this. They said to the woman, we no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we've heard for ourselves and we know this man really is the savior of the world. I tell you that because of this. A couple years ago, Jesus changed my life. And through that one act of obedience, it's allowed me to start to experience life change. And so one person's changed, one person's changed, and the next person's changed, and we're just, we're just trying to follow in the same footsteps. Jesus invited me along a journey to do something, and he, he invited many of you along the journey But the question is, is are you willing this morning to embrace the journey? Are you willing to take the moment or the the water, per se, of what it looks like to thirst no more? Some of you need to hear that this morning. Some of you here this morning, you've been going to church all your life, but you've never taken that cup. And so I'm going to invite our worship team up this morning. Because it, it's, it's a time for us to begin to pray, and we have some baptisms that we need to do. And I want you to hear from them about what it looks like to have a story of change. And so what we do here is simple. We like to have a time of, of just prayer, and, and just, we like to see movement. We like to see what God does when he, he starts to move around with his Holy Spirit. And it starts to move hearts. It creates change. And so what we typically do is we allow these guys just to sit there. This is going to get kind of awkward for those who are guests. But you feel welcome just to pray and you start to move too. But we, we allow this time just to, just to fill up here in the front and pray over guys. And we'll, we'll, we'll play this song for the next couple minutes and we'll just allow God just to do what he does. It's an invitation for you to respond. It's an invitation for you to, to take a next step in your own faith. Maybe you just need to sit quietly with your spouse and wife and uh, and just or husband and just allow the Holy Spirit to move you as a couple. Or whatever it is, I just ask that you come to the altar for us this morning. Come to the well and pray over it and pray over the opportunity or the invitation to take a next step. If it wasn't for that Samaritan woman to take in, responding to the invitation, none of the town would have changed. You need to hear that. None of the town would have changed. And see, because of their invitation this morning to some of you, it's your opportunity to go share the story of the gospel, the change maker. And it can happen as simply as responding to the Holy Spirit. So Jesus, this morning, we just, we pause, we pray, and we ask for favor over these people that's sitting here in front of me. We, we pray over how yeah, the devil's gonna come at them tomorrow morning fast and furious and he's gonna try to sneak up and still kill, and destroy anything that's good. But you've come to, to produce life and we are celebrating that life this morning. And we ask favor over that, especially in their life as they go public with their faith. And so this morning, God, just move us all. You've invited us along the journey to change what we care about. So God, we're gonna respond to that by simply taking a next step. For some of us, it's, it's going all in. It, it, they know that they need to be a part of this, this water baptism, that they know that maybe they need to change what they care about from just loving people differently or acting differently or maybe even confessing some sins. God, whatever it is, we just ask for you to move. You invite us to the move, so we're going to respond by moving. Lord, we thank you for this moment. In your name, amen. So respond how you may. They're going to sing a song floor is open to pray the altar is open you respond